1: Ladies and gentlemen, are you ready? Shit's about to hit the fan. Welcome to Unsanctioned Thursdays on Wrestling with Freddy! Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to a brand new episode of Unsanctioned Thursdays. Yeah! I'm Freddie Prince Jr. With me as always is my great co-host, Mr. Jeff Dye, and we are talking AEW's All Out held in Chicago, Illinois, and the explosion and aftermath of CM Punk's employment with AEW, and I think we should start with that because it's pretty important. What can I say here? Okay, I'm f- friends with some of the people that he's had an issue with, first and foremost, so I should get that out of the way so everyone goes, oh, Freddie's biased. Yeah, I'm biased. But I will say this, when you keep doing the same thing over and over, and you keep blaming everyone else, and it's the world's fault, right? Like that Alessia Cara song, and you don't have to change a thing, the world could change its heart. The world ain't going to change for you or for nobody. The world don't owe you shit. It's your responsibility as a human being to find out your place in this world and make the absolute most of it. But the world doesn't owe you a damn thing. And a lot of people end up in a similar situation every single time because they keep behaving a certain way that turns people off. It's really hard to piss people off. It's really easy to make them feel good. And at a certain point, I think you have to turn that finger towards yourself and say, okay, what is it about me? What am I doing wrong? Or you have to have someone, a therapist, a wife, a best friend who calls you on your shit, who says, yo, man, this is the third time, the third time, the third time. How many more before you figure out that this might, might be more of a you problem and less of a them problem? I know there's going to be a lot of our listeners who disagree with me. Yo, I respect where you're coming from. I get it. You love them. And a lot of the young people you might think are soft. And maybe you think he's tough. I I get it. I'm not trying to say you're wrong. I'm just trying to let you know where I'm coming from based off my experience with him. Like he was he wasn't a nice guy to me and it would have been easy to be nice to me. And instead, he would just blow me off every time I walked by when I worked there. And so I and I was never going to work with him because he didn't need my help. So I was always like, why are you being why are you going out of your way to be a dick to me if you and I are never going to work together ever, (laughs) ever? So this is a weird thing, man. I felt really bad for Tony Khan. I don't think he should have made the statement that he made cuz he's not a good public speaker at all and it gives punk an opportunity to like shit all over him in his first interview outside of the business or outside of this this firing. I wish he wouldn't have done that. The letter was enough, but this is a goddamn shame and when ego and pride are dictating the decisions you make, you can accomplish great things, but you're more than likely even with your success going to implode and get destroyed at some point because the foundation that you built your success on is so fucking shaky because there's no one that has your back because you've done too much wrong on the way up. In this case at AEW, he started on top. He started on top. So he should have been keyed in to this from day one. I have to be the nicest I've ever been. I'll be real with you guys. When I came back to acting, I made a conscious decision. I'm going to do it different this time. If somebody's screwing up, I'm not going to get on their case. I'm going to help them. I'm going to help them with positivity. I didn't always used to do that. I used to be like, look, I'm a professional. You need to be a professional too. What the hell's going on, man? Learn your fucking dialogue now. Don't You don't learn your stuff in the makeup trailer. You learn it at home. That's when you do. You don't come to set with sides. That's bullshit. And so many right. actors would. And as I got older and the second time around, I was like, you know what, dude? You need to focus on self and you need to focus on affecting everyone else in a positive way. And I went and did this Netflix movie with that sole motivation in mind behind everything I did on set. And it was the best that I'd ever been received. And it was one of the most successful movies I've ever done. And I've made movies that made three quarters of a billion dollars. Netflix gave us big love for that. I did an independent film after that with the same philosophy. I'm going to make everyone on this set. I'm going to know every single crew member's name. I'm going to give every actor every ounce of help they need, whether it's in the makeup trailer, in the moment. I don't care if they learn their shit or not. I'm going to be patient and tolerant with young people. All these things, these were huge motivations for me to be different this time around. And the success that I had and the experience that I had was the complete opposite of the experience that I used to have, which made me leave the business, to be honest with you, or one of the contributing factors. So this guy eventually either needs to figure this out or that's a goddamn rap. And I hate to sound cold and brutal like that, but I've I've talked about the federation that I want to start here. And I've spoken to professional wrestlers and said, Hey man, would you be down to help me out? If I'm doing this, I'm not joking. Every single wrestler that I reached out to, but one said anything you need, I would love to help you. Just don't hire Phil. And this is over 10. It's over 10 Okay. And only one didn't say anything. And I don't know how they feel about the guy, but everybody else was like, don't hire punk. Please don't hire punk dude. I'll help you out. But if you hire punk, I'm out. Like it was everybody. And that has to be a mirror that causes you to go. Yeah, dude, it's time to change. At least that's what I think. And again, if you disagree with me out there, I got nothing but love for you. I may not agree with your take, but I respect it. I, I know everybody loves him and he's one of the best to ever do do this wrestling thing ever in every single so. aspect.
2: No? Go ahead. I don't think he's the best to ever do this. We have a authority problem, right? That, that's what's happening here. Uh, say what you want about Vince McMahon. You could call him a tyrant. You could call him a, sure. a, a dictator of, of wrestling. You could call him a mean boss or a bad guy. At least people respect him in a way that they fear him. CM Punk, when he crossed... Vince McMahon, Vince said, "That's it. I'm daddy, and you don't work here anymore." Whereas Tony Khan refuses to put his to, to have any order or have any respect and fear in that locker room. So these guys are just running around doing what they want. They're fist fighting. They're they're causing like little groups. They're keeping some people out of the locker room. Keep it's very clicky. You can't allow that. You've got to say, hey, you know, we, we're running a thing here. You, you know, there's got to be some rules. You can't just punch a guy in the face or choke a guy out or whatever the hell happened. Nobody yeah. seems to have anything, you know, figure out what actually happened. And they go, OK, you're not here anymore. And then he just comes back months later and he's like headlining like a thing. And Tony Khan saying that he fired him was because he knew CM Punk quit. So it just made him look like, oh, I fired him. It's like He didn't fire him. In fact, if he came and had a little meeting with you next week, you you would. You wouldn't wait a second to have him right back on the car. Really? And, you uh, think so? Pay-per-view. You
1: think he would bring him yep. back
2: again? Wow. Yes. I don't know. It's a money Maybe. thing. Maybe. I don't know. It's a money thing. Well, and also, if Collision
1: dies, then yeah, because that was Punk's show. If Collision starts dying in the ratings, then wow. What if you're right, yeah. dude? That would be insane.
2: And also Tony Khan, you know, I know I sound like I'm being hard on Tony Khan, but he's me.
1: No, it's okay. He's just a big
2: wrestling fan. He loves wrestling. So it's like it's hard for him to boss around these guys that are older than him. They're they're way super more respected in the wrestling world than him. Like, it'd be like if yeah. you let me run Major League Baseball. Like, I'm just such a big fan that one of the players would be like, shut up, man, pay me triple. And I'd be like, okay. I mean, I think that's how Tony runs it. He's about, he's He's a wrestling fan who has a whole... Federation and Deep Pockets. So I think I I don't like what happened, but I think that uh, because nobody's ever enforced punk, nobody's ever told him like, hey, knock this crap off. Like you can't behave like this. Your attitude sucks. If you're not going to play nice, you don't get to play. But he's just always gotten to do what he always wanted.
0: As an actor, a producer
4: Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
2: I heard rumors that he might be going to MMA again. I don't know why he would do that. That would be hysterical unless he's wanting to just get his ass whipped
1: again. Like they gave you two uh, bums, bro. You couldn't get by either bum, like and didn't even show out. Yeah, like it, didn't even land a punch in the first one. Not even a punch. And you're not just got. And murked. you're getting older. You're not getting younger. You're not going to like, it's not like, well, it's like the wrestlers that I know said that was the main issue is that he can't work the way he used to. And these young guys can do all this crazy shit and he can't. And you saw him even try to do some of these things like hangman pages, buckshot lariat. And he kind of fucked that up. Couldn't, couldn't stick the landing. His knees gave out on him. Like that kind of stuff is, is a lot of the wrestlers that I was talking to said, that's why he, he was the way he was. And my thing was like, he was like that when I knew him. His back was hurting all the time, and I get being grumpy when you're in pain, but you got to treat people with dignity, not respect, okay? Respect is earned. I get that. Respect is earned. But every human that you interact with should be given the opportunity to earn your respect, and dignity should be a given. And when you can't provide either one of those things, it's a you issue it's not millennials driving you crazy it's not oh young people don't get it they said the same shit about my generation all you young people so don't worry about it it's just old people freaking out that you don't have to work as hard as they did because they made the world easier for you and now are punishing you for making it easier like they were the ones that did all that work and then they see you and they just want to punish you and it's i've seen it happen so many times and all these young people are sitting there like what Fuck you, man. No. And if yeah. you you got to, at a certain point, look in the mirror and say, is what I'm doing working? And when you have this many years of it, not that should be a clue. He's still, to me, one of the best 100%. on the mic in the ring, all that stuff. I'm not discrediting the man's work, but I think everything you and I have said in this episode of On Thursdays has been completely <laughs> fair. And appropriate criticism. Artists can be criticized. I'm not trying to shit on the guy. This is legit criticism, and there's
2: nothing wrong with that. My final thought on the CM Punk. I mean, maybe the guy needs a drink. You know, this straight edge grumpy stuff. <laughs> maybe, I mean, just have a beer, buddy. Relax a little. Go shake so hands with a few of, your, uh, few of your co-workers. You know, maybe maybe take a like, you He's so intense. Jesus
1: Christ. Just have a drink. He just needs a drink. Yeah, Yo, that like was J- When he had that number with JBL back in the day, that was the that was the angle is he had a bottle of Jack Daniels and he's like, hey, how about a drink? And then the pitch was, I don't know <laughs> if they did it. It was Punk, instead of taking the drink, grabs the bottle and breaks it over JBL's head because he would never drink. Oh, but he should have had
2: that whiskey. He should have had a little whiskey. I'm telling you, just dude, he's, he just seems so frustrated and grumpy and judgmental and opinionated that, I think maybe just you know needs to relax a little.
1: Let's talk Ricky Starks, Brian Danielson, who That's I believe sweet. is the replacement for CM Punk. Um, I think Brian Danielson's going to be the new lead of, of uh, Saturday Night Collision. I think Ricky Starks is going to be the lead villain on Saturday Night Collision. I think this is Tony Khan's way of trying to save the damn show is by putting one of the greatest wrestlers in the world, Brian Danielson, the American Dragon, who got the strap match versus Ricky Starks, I friggin' love this match. I uh, Every second of it, from the very beginning when Ricky's like, I'm going to beat your ass before this match even starts, waited for him to get strapped up first, beat him down, gets in the middle of the ring, Danielson gigs himself. That means cuts yourself so you so you bleed, people. So when they cut back to him, he's already pouring blood, and then Ricky just starts punching the cut. And of course, Danielson's face because AEW is a crimson mask. Oh, my God. (laughs) Just like your werewolf, John Moxley, who, by the way, won the international championship from Orange Cassidy. Cassidy finally lost. But this match was brutal. This is one of those matches where both guys are like, all right, dude, this is going to hurt a lot. And I'm really sorry. And They're like, no, no, no. It's cool. It's cool. This is why professional wrestlers are tough. And I'm not because if somebody was like, hey, man. We can get you $2 million for this strap match against MJF. And here's the story. I'd be like, I'm sorry, what match? What are you talking about, man? I'm not getting whipped. I haven't been whipped since my mom whooped my ass when I was nine years old, man. (laughs) Screw that. But these guys went back and forth. They beat each other's asses like Trish and Becky did in that steel cage match. And I loved it. And the cool thing was, and I hate post-match scrums. I don't think Tony should do any of these scrums. I think they're stupid. But Brian Danielson did say, which I thought was a huge compliment to Ricky Starks. He said, Ricky carried me through that whole match because he was coming off that that uh broken arm. And you could see the skinny arm. You can tell which one was broken. But he said, Ricky Starks carried him through that whole match. And I really am starting to believe that Ricky's going to become the wrestler that I hope he could always be. A few months ago, I think I said it. I was like, yo, I think this guy can be a star if he just gets the right chance, the right opportunity. And he's getting it. He got CM Punk first. Even though he lost, he still got some wins in tag matches and shit and some shady wins. And now with Brian Danielson, I mean that's the top two dudes. Brian being the new lead, and Ricky still being the freaking man. But I love this match, and I don't normally I get a little squeamish with real blood. I prefer fake blood in horror movies. CGI blood is nice too, but I love this match, dude. What about you?
2: I just thought of a great idea that AEW should do while you were what? while you were talking about. You know what, what they should what, what? do is they side, should have side quest to go. Some of these guys from uh, Elite, and the Click, and all these guys, they should just make a belt. Like uh, CM Punk's, you know, with the big X on it and just literally (laughs) capitalize off the CM Punk thing being like, you know, we had to we had to finally finish something up, you know, uh, they don't ever have to say his name be like. We just took care of some Chicago douchebag and they like they have the belt and they just make a whole storyline that Punk's not a part of. And he's just he's just gone. Like That's the way that they get rid of him and they squash the whole thing uh, with just,
1: his belt.
2: And that's just, be, just be, like funny. we beat his ass. We're not going to say his name, whoever we're talking about. But we got his belt right here. Piss Punk off and be like, you know, hey, guess what? We're still <laughs> ma- we're still making money off of your belt antics back here. But yeah, I th- I think you're right that he's going to be the uh face um from, from here on out. And Ricky Starks is our producer. We've mentioned him many, many times who we love, Alex, sent us the photo while we're talking about it of, of Ricky Starks back. And it is cringy to say the, the nice. least. Yeah,
1: that's what my ass would look like when I pissed my mom off as a kid.
2: <laughs> <laughs> the whole match, everything was insane. I, I really liked it. I thought that they really stepped it up. And dude, AEW's becoming... Infinitely better than WWE to me. I never thought I would ever say that, but if I, I'm like so in on on AEW. All right, we're closing with this dude, Powerhouse Hobbs
1: versus Miro. Now I've said this on the podcast a lot of times, and it's I don't get to take credit for it, but I am going to try and sneak my way in and take credit for this one. Biggie in a podcast once described wrestling as meaty men slapping meat, and I saw it on like a deep dive wrestling Instagram. Like dive, or you're just scrolling through wrestling posts, right? And all of a sudden, like a podcast comes in, and it's a wrestler instead of wrestling, they're just talking. And he said that, and I died laughing. And I've said it a bunch on this. Well, apparently, I'm not the only one that fell through that that wrestling hole on Instagram because the entire crowd of AEW All Out started chanting various versions of Meaty Men Slapping Meat. They were screaming, "Slap that meat! Slap that meat!" Meat forever. Clap, 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 clap. Meet forever. Clap, 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 clap. This is meat. This is meat. Instead of this is awesome. Like they committed so hard to this. And I'm not even lying. It didn't ruin the match because the guys were really good and busting each other's ass. But I honestly, normally I get mad at the crowd. You guys know I get pissed off at you for hijacking matches. This was the world's greatest hijack ever. I loved it. I love that you guys stole it. And uh, thank you so much. And if you don't want to give credit to Big E, maybe you're mad at Big E, even though he's like the nicest guy in the world. Give credit to Jeff and I. Yeah. Um. And we'll just say that we put that term over, and that's the reason why it was. That's the reason why I was said we're very influential.
2: We're rewriting it. We're rewriting the history. We came up with all this. It's our idea. Yeah. That's right.
1: That's right. This is me. This is me. <laughs> um. This match cracked me up. Welcome back, C.J. Perry. Um, it was really nice to see Lana from the WWE come and try to protect her man. Yeah, it was cool. Um, but a really cool match. Meety men, slapping meat. I loved it. And here's a little personal business news because we're talking Premier Streaming Network. You guys listen, we had Starcast. It was a big success over the weekend. If you guys want to join, it's an app called the Premier Streaming Network. Download the app. You're gonna get two free months of the of Premier Plus, which includes The Wrestling Showcase, which is Matt Cardona versus Colt Cabana for the very first premier championship. Go, Matt Cardona. Not that I'm biased. What? He's a friend of the show. Sorry. Sorry, Colt. We love you too, though. And also the upcoming House of Glory event. House of Glory is insane indie wrestling. It's really hardcore. We're proud to have them on the network, and you can check both those out too. That is the premier streaming network. The show is this coming Saturday. You guys can watch the Wrestling Showcase this coming Saturday. Matt Cardona versus Colt Cabana for the Premier Championship. We have a bunch of other events as well. Check them out. Download the app now. Sign up. You get two free months of Premier Plus. And that's all the work I have to tell you guys to do. On behalf of Jeff Die, I'm Freddie Prince Jr. And this was Unsanctioned Thursdays. Peace. Yeah. This has been a production of iHeart's My Cultura Podcast Network. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.